Hey, I'm Robert Pearson, and this is Follow the Leader. We're doing a card-a-day Bible study through the Bible, kind of at random, using the man cards as a Bible study on a deck of cards. It's kind of a neat idea. So, we are way back in Genesis chapter 9, verses 5 to 7. I'm doing it out of the NASB. All right. The nearly accurate something Bible. Anyway. All right. Surely I will require your life, bro. All right. Start over. Surely I will require your lifeblood from every beast I will require it, and from every man, from every man's brother, I will require the life of man. Whoever sheds man's blood, by man his blood shall be shed, for the image of God he made man. As for you, be fruitful and multiply, populate the earth abundantly, and multiply in it. So there's a lot to, to unpack there, there's a lot of ramifications of those, which is why it's just a short clip. Uh, the context here is after the flood, Noah and his family are getting off of the ark and Noah sets up an offering and gives an offering to God. And uh, God, after promising he's not going to destroy the earth again, lays down some ground rules for humanity. Uh, this is the first time we have any sort of commandments given explicitly uh, outside of it. it's kind of understood it's bad to murder your brother. Looking at you, Cain. So, this is, uh, this is the second batch of, of instructions that were given and uh, information. So, here we go. Um, what, do, what do I think about this? I, I think it's fairly straightforward. Um, don't eat. Or, uh, I, I keep looking up at the previous verse. A previous verse is, you know, don't eat uh, meat with a blood in it, but that's not. Here we go. So, uh, just basic corporal punishment is, is found right here. Surely I will require your lifeblood from every beast and from every man, from every man's brother, I will require the life of a man. So if, uh, it, this is a biblical precedent for, you know, whenever a animal has attacked a human and killed them, that we go out in the woods and, you know, hunt down that specific bear or whatnot. I'm, I'm from Alaska and that's, that's a standard course of a bear to attack somebody, uh, the authorities would hunt him down and, and take the bear down and put it down. Uh, they That's why the, the bear spray actually will have, um, the big big cans of bear spray will have orange paint in it. Uh, completely unimportant tangential side story. There were a bunch of tourists in Alaska that had, at one point in time, purchased this bear spray, and they thought it was like mosquito spray, where you would spray it on yourself and it was a repellent, not... Not, not pepper spray that you, you spray in the bear's face. So there was there was like a large group of tourists that were bright orange and burning all over. And it was, it was hilarious. Anyway, awesome stuff. So there's, there is a, a biblical precedent, an authority that God has given mankind over, over creatures to, to execute justice and, and to, um, to not, not to be cruel, but you know, that when a person or an animal has, has killed someone, that they have then, at that time, forfeited their lives. Um, now, these are general rules for all of humanity, and obviously the the, uh, the redeeming work of Christ changes how that exactly plays out um, on a 
day-by-day basis and now that we're after the cross. But I, I would argue that secular government, a, a functioning, a properly functioning secular government would adhere to these, uh, these principles because these are given to all men, um, not just to, to Christians who are, are held to a slightly, slightly different, um, much more merciful standard now. So, uh, and the reason, though, the reason man can execute justice in this way, and the reason that his, his life should be uh, avenged in this way, is because we're all made in the image of God. And, uh, and God, God himself has made us. And then, of course, the, the second part is for you to be fruitful and multiply. Populate the earth abundantly and multiply in it. So God says, like, just hang out, have kids, and enjoy the world, and just, just live here. Um, which is is pretty awesome, and I, on another side note, I have to say our culture is sort of sorely lacking in that, where people are just afraid to have kids. Somebody was telling me about an article they read in like the Times or something. It was a fairly reputable magazine. I don't remember which one specifically that gave the price of raising a child in um, modern day, and I don't know where they were getting their the article got its numbers from, but it was just. Stupidly preposterous. Um, it was like twelve thousand dollars a month or something retarded. I look. I have five kids, and there's there's no stinking way. There's no stinking way it costs that much. I'm the sole provider of a family of five kids, and there's there's no way on earth that them just existing costs that much. Not when you can get a box of you know almost two hundred diapers from Walmart for fifteen bucks. I'm sorry, there's no way kids cost that much money. Um, probably what they were doing was taking just stupid, the, the preposterous college uh, fees, tuition fees, and then dividing that backwards um, annually. But yeah, I, I was the numbers that the guy gave me, I, I just threw in a calculator real quick. And for my five kids, I would, they had supposedly cost like 75 grand a month or something just stupidly outrageous. Uh, and it's garbage like that is making people afraid to have children. Um, that's that's just wrong. It's freaking wrong. Anyway, rant over with. Now back to Bible study thing. What's the most important word in this this little three verse clip? If you could pick one word out of it, which one is kind of uh, the most important? And I would argue that it's life. Because it, it seems to me that God wants life to flourish on this little ball that he's put spinning in the, in the heavens. And that it's important then to disincentivize murder and the, the extinguishing of that life, the senseless extinguishing of life, is, is cut short then by anybody who has started that, having that, um, what was the old saying? Past performance predicts. Uh, it, was, it was a bunch of peas together. It was alliterated. It was really clever when I heard it the first time. Anyway, um, but you can judge a lot by someone's past performance. And once you have a human or or an animal, um, and they decide that for convenience or for pleasure, they are going to extinguish the life of another human being. It's at that point they kind of remove themselves 
from the human race, they're no longer really working to, you know, make society happen well. And um, they're going to be a detriment to the rest of the life on the planet. And they kind of remove themselves from polite society in sometimes a very literal, literal way. Um, because God's image, our life is, is an image, a reflection of the Creator, and it, it has a value for that reason. And so in that same way, then, we should have a desire to kind of share that life and to, to, to multiply it, to, um, to you know, fill, the, fill the whole earth, to explore this awesome little, little ball God put us on and uh, share, you know, share that experience that we have with our kids and our, and our kids' kids. I mean, that's, that's kind of the whole point of, uh, of everything, really. Because in, in our living, like the couple of verses ago, right? The living, living peaceful lives of uh, content and godliness or something to that effect. That was like three days ago now for me. And anyway, right? So just calm, quiet, peaceful lives. God loves that. It's the best. So, main idea, live life well. Share your life. Um, and this, I... I've strived most of my life to a very biblical worldview. So the the final question, how does this change your understanding of things? It doesn't change mine because my understanding of things I've tried already based on on this and uh, other other verses like it in the Bible. So there we go. Give me your answers to the questions. Tell me what you think. Um, see you next time. Godspeed.